Welcome to Startup Roshi, where we discuss the Zen of startups, or simply starting something new. Every day we'll look at a different Zen story or saying and see how it applies to you, your startup, or your life in general. I'm your host, Dean Sucris. I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years and a Zen student for 15. I have a real passion for both, and I hope you will too. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Startup Roshi. This is Dean Sukaris, your host. Thanks once again for joining me. So today's Zen Cohen, two monks and a woman. So I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to read this Cohen. A senior monk and a junior monk were traveling together. At one point, they came to a river with a strong current. As the monks were preparing to cross the river, they saw a very young and beautiful woman also attempting to cross. The young woman asked if they could help her cross to the other side. The two monks glanced at one another because they had taken vows not to touch a woman. Then without a word, the older monk picked up the woman, carried her across the river, placed her gently on the other side, and carried on his journey. The younger monk couldn't believe what just happened. After rejoining his companion, he was speechless, and an hour passed without a word between them. Two more hours passed, then three. Finally, the younger monk could contain himself any longer and blurted out, as monks were not permitted to touch a woman. How could you then carry that woman on your shoulders? The older monk looked at him and replied, Brother, I set her down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? You know, that Cohen is special to me, number one, because I think it's pretty profound. And number two, I remember being at my Zen center when I heard it for the first time and thinking, you know, this really makes me look at things that I carry and that I hold, whether they be beliefs or rules that I've applied on myself and made me question everything that, uh, that I was still holding on to. This Zen story has a lot of facets to it. I think the first one that comes to mind is judgment. When the older monk picked up the woman, immediately the younger monk started judging. Why is he doing this? How could he break the rules? He's doing something that's wrong, that goes against our way of life. So the question then becomes on this judgment from others. Are there people in your life that you fear are judging you or that are judging you? Starting a business is tough. Are people judging you based on who do you think you are to start a business? Or you've started a business and people are judging your level of success. So the question becomes who's judging you and then why do you care? Clearly, the older monk did not care that the younger monk was judging him. He did it anyway because he thought it was the right thing to do. He didn't allow other people's views, judgments, beliefs to stop him from doing what he thought was right. So who's judging you? Why? And then why do you care? And you've got to let it go. That leads to the next part, which is these rules that we apply to ourselves and society applies to us. The rule was the vow he took, I will not touch a woman. And he decided to break that rule. Why? Because there was a woman that needed help. And at that very moment, that meant more to him than taking some vow that he would not touch a woman. Helping somebody in time of need was more important to him. So what's the rules? What are rules that you're following? What are rules that have been placed on you? What rules, what vows have you taken? I'm not smart enough. I can't start a business. Who am I to think that I can have my own company or rules that, you know, that others place around you? You need that nine to five. You don't have a college degree. Whatever the rule is that somehow limits you, whether it's rules placed 
externally on you or whether rules you've accepted. And ultimately, these are all rules that we accepted. Yes, we live rules in a society, but there are a lot of rules that are self-imposed that do nothing but hold us back and keep us down. What rules do you believe in that you've accepted that are no longer serving you? Sometimes we have to break the rules. This monk, he took a vow and he broke it. And you know what the interesting thing is? I'm just going to read that part really quickly again. Then without a word, the older monk picked up the woman, carried her across the river, placed her gently on the other side and carried on. There was no dialogue. The monk didn't stand there for five minutes for an hour thinking, should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? But I took a rule. You know, I made a vow. I can't do this, but I should. She needs help. Without a word, the older monk picked up the woman. In a second, he decided without any inner dialogue, without any debate with the other monk, should we do this? This was the right thing to do, and he did it. He took action. Always err on the side of action. Just take that action. Once you get into this mental debate with yourself, you know, you're going to feel that inner wisdom bubble up. You're going to have this gut reaction whether or not you should do something. I'm not saying that always that's the correct thing to do, but I will say that having this inner dialogue is usually the incorrect thing to do. This monk knew without any second guessing, I have to do this. Don't hold yourself back when you know what the right thing to do is for you and just do it. And I think, you know, towards the end of this story, we see that the younger monk, he waited an hour, no word, two hours more, no word, then a third hour. And finally, this monk broke down and said, how could you do that? For three hours, this monk was harboring a resentment against his, this older monk. If there's something somebody else has done that you don't like, let them know. Don't harbor that resentment. Don't hold on to it. This monk has been suffering, self-imposed suffering for three hours. When all he could have done right then and there, why did you do that? Instead of three hours of self-imposed torture, where he was probably going back and forth in his mind, steaming, how could he have done this? And he didn't understand how somebody else who had taken the same vow had done this. Why? Because then it questioned the value of the vow. It questioned the value of the lifestyle that he was living. How could this person do this and at the same time make my life less? Now, of course, that's not the case, but you can see why he would think that. And the, what did the monk say? Brother, I set her down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? You're mentally holding onto this, you know, this resentment, this anger, um, this sense of hurt that you don't need to. You can let that go. So what are you holding on to? Did somebody do something to, to you that you still hold on to? It doesn't do you any good. It's, it's easy to, to place blame. It's easy to look for a scapegoat. But I'd say, you know what's even easier? Letting that go and moving on. Man, what a relief that is to let something go when you feel wronged. I'm not saying that things, things are right. I'm not saying that people haven't been hurt. But what I'm saying is it does no good to hold on to the resentment and the anger. Let it go. Because most likely the other person is not thinking about it. And that's just all you. And that can be self-judgment too, right? So what are you holding on to? We make mistakes. Uh, I've certainly make, made mistakes. There's a lot of things that happen that, you know, our harshest judge, our harsh, harshest critic is usually ourselves. But you learn and you let go. Because if you don't, then you're not going to move forward. You're not going to succeed. You cannot get bogged down by the pressures, by the problems, by the mistakes of the past. 
learn from them, move on, move forward. Don't carry things forward. Make a decision, carry out that decision, let it go and move forward. If you have any questions, suggestions, or thoughts, send me an email at dean at startuproshi.com. I really want to hear from you. Or connect with me on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Startup Roshi. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. It helps other people find us and really makes a difference. Until next time, keep digging down in order to build up. Thanks.